Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental. Keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. Hey there, thanks for joining me. I'm Jenny Cressman and this is a little chat show called Everything Bagels. This show isn't about bagels, of course. It's about anything and everything. It's just me having conversations with interesting people who are doing interesting things. One day, maybe I will interview someone who makes bagels. Who knows? Maybe I'll interview Jesse Cook about the show's theme music, Bogota by Bus. Maybe this time I'll win the lottery and be able to... uh, Well, maybe I'll just get started with the show now. Hello, with me in the studio today is a lovely artist by the name of Cheryl Hamel. She's sort of new to this community and actually sort of new to being an artist. Welcome, Cheryl. (laughs) Thank you for having me this morning, Jenny. I appreciate it. It's going to be fun to chat with you about how you got into art first. Let's start with that. What, What was your trajectory, your path to art? I worked until I was 70, and I retired at 70, and uh, a weekend or two before I had retired, I'd taken a weekend painting course just just for the heck of it, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, this isn't bad. I might enjoy this. So my going away present from the staff was an easel oh. and a gift certificate to an art class. Mm-hmm. So that's how I started. I, I finished work on Friday afternoon. And of course, when you're retired at 70, you get up Monday morning and you go, oh my gosh, <laughs> nowhere to go, no appointments to keep, no one to talk with, no one to have coffee with. What am I going to do? And I headed off to art class. Okay. I took my first course with Martha Johnson, who actually, um, I think right now is over at Halliburton giving a course. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and so you, it just you fell in love with it from there. But you, yes, yeah, I did. And, and you'd never done any art before that. Well, uh, oddly enough, I spoke with a, a, a former classmate from high school, which was in Montreal over fifty some years ago, mm-hmm. and she said, "Imagine, Mister Hodges, if he could see you now," mm-hmm. because I did have art, of course, in school, uh-huh. and I graduated with a seventy in art. <laughs> And I'm sure he'd be rolling over if he knew I was actually painting canvases that are four feet by four feet now. Oh, wow. So. Yeah, that, well, that would be daunting, I think. How do you begin? How, like, where does it I, come well, from? I started, I started by going to this class, but I think it goes back to the fact that I was a buyer for the Hudson's Bay Company for many, many years. Oh. And I've traveled the world with the Hudson's Bay Company. Okay. And as a buyer, I was always, I did a lot of sportswear for them. Mm -hmm. So I was always doing stripings and t-shirts and uh, color coordinating outfits and groups. So I think I always had a fascination with color and design. And I think later on in life, uh, that just translated into the canvas uh, in the paint that I, that I very happily splash on there. Well, not splash, I mold it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and you must have taken photos in your travels, too. I have over 15,000 photographs on my cell phone. Wow. In fact, I was recently in Europe, in both Spain and France, mm-hmm. and uh, posted my photographs on both Facebook and Instagram. And, of course, they're all of color. And it would be the fashion that I would see in shop windows there. Okay. In people wear what they were wearing on the street, uh, flower displays that I would mm-hmm. find, anything that would catch my eye. And looking back... Back at it, it's color, color, color. color. 
So color has always attracted you. Yes. And most now definitely. you're you're putting it out there on the canvas, large pieces of canvas. Yes, indeed. Yeah. You didn't want to start small with like a little... Well, you know, you, <laughs> you start off uh, 18 by 24 and then over COVID when I really wasn't taking any, no one was taking classes of any kind. I was on my own. Mm-hmm. So my canvases gradually got bigger and bigger. And I went from working with a paintbrush to working with a palette knife. <gasps> And that's how I develop my technique. Well, it's not my technique; it's a technique that I, but a technique that I use, mm-hmm. which is impasto. Okay. Uh, technique. So that's palette brush with. It's, so it's a really sculptural kind of is, thing. It is. It okay. is, and that's what I love about it. Mm-hmm. I'm fascinated by color, and I'm fascinated by the way uh, color is changed and transmuted by light and uh-huh. shadow. And so when you actually sculpt with the paint on your mm-hmm. canvas, you're playing with the light. Uh-huh. No matter what time of day, that image will change. Okay. Well, that's very intriguing to think about. So you're, in your mind when you're painting it, are you thinking about how the light's coming from one side or the other? Like yes, what most will, definitely. Yeah. Yes. Because, of course, it's sculptural. It's three-dimensional. Mm-hmm. And uh, a friend and I were sitting in my living room at sunset the other day, and she said, oh, my God, look at that painting over the fireplace. And I looked. She said, as the light moves across it, the water is moving. Wow. And that's really what I try and capture in my yeah. paintings is a sense of energy, a yeah. sense of movement. And uh, that's how that's I do so it. That's so cool. Yeah. And and so were you trained in particular on how to do that? Or no. Did that, come, that just sort of grew out of your in- interest. And in, Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I experiment. I love to experiment. Sam uh, Sullivan, who runs the um, Red Pine uh, mm-hmm. Art Shop, she'll get something new in and she'll be showing it to me. Like she got opalescent paints in a while ago. Oh. She got fluorescent paints in a while uh-huh. ago. And of course, my next paintings were all opalescent. Now I'm doing one that has fluorescent cone flowers in it. So I'm always sort of pushing my own envelope to Mm -hmm. discover something new about the way I capture light on the canvas. Okay. And do you ever get something and experiment a bit and then go, oh gosh. Oh yeah, but I work in acrylic. So that's what's wonderful about it. You know, if you really don't like it, then all you do is cover it up with some gesso and away you go again. Although granted when it's impasto and it's layers thick, because I have layer upon layer on my canvases, uh, that's a little harder to cover over. I guess so, yeah. It's not exactly the white out of the paint world. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And so what kind of themes in particular? Now, looking at your website, we should mention your website. There's a lot of gorgeous images there. Thank you. And that is www.cherylhamel.com. And that would be C-H-E-R-Y-L-H-A-M-E-L.com. Thank you. <laughs> we'll try to remember to get that in so people can have a look. I, I, that's the thing about radio is, you know, when you're talking with somebody who's in the visual arts, then you want to make sure people have a chance to go and see what we've been talking about. I think it would be quite a surprise to them because this is, of course, the land of, you know, the seven famous artists, yes. the group of seven. And my painting is landscape painting and florals for the most part, mm-hmm. but it's not of the group of seven. And it's right. very different. And I think it's an interesting, innovative way to capture the, the scenery around us that we all love so much. Yeah. And and I think you have a lot of diversity of what I looked at there. There were some images that were so different from the others, even though they were both technically landscape or right. floral. 
Yeah. Well, and we were talking just before we got started about uh, a couple of images from Burkina Faso, yet that's not one of the places you've traveled to. No, it's not. But I have a friend from there, and that image uh, actually captures about four or five different pattern fabrics uh-huh. that she wears in the traditional Burkina Faso dress that they wear with the head wraps and scarves. Mm-hmm. And so that painting incorporates several different outfits that she yeah. had been wearing. Yeah. And so was it um, from a photo of her that you made that painting or just from your mind? No, uh, I had, I have, amongst my 15,000 photographs are several of her in her, her costume, or her, not okay. her costume, but her dress, yeah. which I think is, I just love the images. Mm-hmm. You know, the fabrics and the patterns that they have are so exciting and challenging. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And very different from Hudson's Bay. Oh my, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Have you done any um, paintings that would reflect the Hudson's Bay imagery? No, I think probably the most artistic thing I did with them, uh, well, two things. But one I did at one point, go to Winnipeg and research uh, images to be on gift certificates. I did that at one point uh-huh. uh, when I was the national in-store marketing manager. And uh, then in that p- capacity, I did also uh, work with the display departments uh-huh. and came up with themes, fashion themes for the entire company okay. to implement. Okay. I also did that for Laura Secord for several years. Okay. Okay, so you were using your artistic skills in many different ways before you, I guess, basically had time to slow down and start painting. Yes, I think that's true. Okay, well, wonderful. We're going to hear more from Cheryl Hamel in just a few minutes. We have to take a little bit of a commercial break, but I just wanted to say her website one more time. Can you say it this time for me, Cheryl? It's CherylHamel.com. And it's H-A-M-E-L. That's correct. And you are also on Instagram and Facebook I and am. LinkedIn. Yes, Instagram is at Cheryl.Hamel. Okay, so you're Cheryl Everywhere. And we'll be <laughs> right back with Everything Bagels with Thanks, Cheryl Jenny. Everywhere in just a moment or two. I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental, and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. Welcome back to Everything Bagels with me, Jenny Cressman, and my guest today, the lovely artist Cheryl Hamel. We've been talking a little bit about Cheryl's technique and how she uses a palette knife. And what was the name for your technique again, Impasto. Cheryl? Impasto. Impasto, which is very intriguing, and it creates quite an interesting interplay of light as it passes over the painting. That's true. That's yeah. My paintings need light. <laughs> yes. Well, and, and looking at the paintings on your your website you can see a lot of them with the texture and and the, the vivid colors and and sometimes a little bit chaotic and wonderful and very joyful and then there's also some that are a little bit uh, different a little uh, more meditative I think yeah so yes. one piece that really caught my eye was a leaf floating on the water can you <laughs> a tell floating us about jewel that? floating jewel yes Yes. Well, I think it's, I'm 75 now. Uh So I'm at a time in my life where uh, you reflect on Uh your life's experiences Uh and you look ahead to what's, what will be the rest of your journey and how you would like to live it. I would like to live the rest of my journey with compassion and grace and dignity. And the symbolism that came to me was of a leaf and of course, I chose a maple leaf. We're mm-hmm. Canadian and proud of it. But the maple leaf falling onto water, mm-hmm. a river, or where I'm surrounded by water where I live, but the maple leaf falling onto water 
and you think, well, that's the end of the leaf. Its life cycle is over. But in fact, it is not. Uh-huh. And the water will carry it on and it will continue its journey. And you're never sure at the moment when the water hits the, the leaf and embraces it where that journey will take you. But mm-hmm. it's certain you will move on. Yeah, that's that's very great story. Yes, wonderful. Uh, and yeah, very meditative. I think a lot of your your work, you must you must spend time sort of meditating about how you want to approach it and what you want to include in it. Yes. Yeah, I do. I've um practiced yoga for over 20 years ah. and <laughs> gone from a rather robust yoga practice to restorative yoga at this point in my life after a mm-hmm. hip replacement. But uh meditation has become more and more important to me. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I know a lot of people sketch out their paintings, but to me, the painting happens in my mind first. Ah. And I work out all the details in my mind. I see it. And in fact, one of my most popular paintings, which is completely unlike anything else I've done, but, but is the Laundry Day 1950s. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was taking an, a, an online course with Martha, uh, Martha Johnson, and it was to, to, to reproduce a memory. Uh-huh. And this painting just came to me complete as it was of being on the farm as a youngster. Yeah. And Monday was laundry day, huh. was wash day. Huh. And that just, that just came to me, the, the laundry on the line blowing in the wind, the apple trees in the background. Wow. Well, you know, and I have a collection of short stories not published yet. I still have to go back and work on them a bit. But the title was... Um, it's a good day for laundry. Maybe we can use your painting on my cover. Huh? <laughs> I know, well, that's anyway, thinking out loud. Uh, so I digress, I'm afraid, but let's get back to your paintings. So you're, they're very meditative when you're working on the images out in your mind. Um, you often use photos, but they're not really a direct interpretation of the photo. It's more representational or it's intuitive. It's a reference. It's a yeah. reference. And in fact, I give an example, two photographs mm-hmm. on my website, one of a an actual photograph I took, which is in black and white uh-huh. or grays of the day. It was a yeah. gray day. And then the color that I ended up painting that. And it's so totally different because yeah. the color comes from within me. Okay. It's how I envisage that day, not the day in, in actuality. Yeah. And the painting that I've donated to uh, Enliven Cancer Care uh-huh. for their art auction on August 20th, that is a leaning pine. And if you're on Main Street Bridge and you look to your right going north, <laughs> south, going south, and you look to your right, uh-huh. uh, you'll see that pine leaning over the water. Uh-huh. And it bears the colors of that pine tree and that uh, painting bear no relationship to the day it was painted. It too was a gray day. Yeah. But what that tree represented, it stood there. It's been a sentinel uh-huh. at that bridge watching everything go by. And to me, that's a celebration of its life. Yeah. So the colors are very bright and joyful and uh-huh. uh, I hope invigorating to anyone who yeah. watches it. Well, the timing for that event is perfect for this show because at this point anyway, sometimes things change, but at this point, the show is scheduled to air on that m- Sunday morning, August 20. So that's one of the ways that you're getting involved in this community that's somewhat new to you. Yes. Yes, yes it is. It, now, you, you've spent a lot of time getting involved in other projects, though. 
here and even more so in Toronto, I think. Well, I was involved in volunteer work Mm -hmm. in Toronto for more than 25 years. Wow. For about 13 years, Mm -hmm. I was co-chair of the charity auction, uh, Don't Forget to Feed the Kids, which was part of TEOF, or Toronto Educational Opportunity Fund. Uh It was one of the first groups to raise funds to provide breakfast for children in inner city schools and kindergarten and JK. And then on a more personal level, I became part of the uh, Toronto Library's Leading to Reading program for children. Mm -hmm. I lived in Parkdale. Mm-hmm. And so that's a community of uh, many new Canadians. Uh-huh. And so I had the, the opportunity and the fun of working with a lot of young children who were new to Canada, new to English, yeah. and new to reading. Yeah. And that I did that for about 12 or 13 years, and that was really a source of joy for me. Oh, that would be an interesting volunteer project. So you're volunteering here in a way by donating paintings to organizations. Yes. And also I'm knitting red scarves. <laughs> okay. I, when I'm not at my easel, I need an excuse to sit outside because okay. given, given the winters, and I've gone yes. through two now, uh, I like to be outside as much as I can in the summer. So I sit on my front porch or on my back deck and I, deck, and I knit red scarves. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's for World AIDS Day. Okay. And you may have seen red scarves in mm-hmm. plastic bags around December 1st. Mm-hmm. in Huntsville, and that's the program that I contribute to. Okay, and are those strictly for here in Huntsville, or do they no, go other places it's, as it's well? No, it's a pro- the ones I knit will end up in Huntsville, but okay. it is a program that is carried throughout the province. Okay, okay. Yeah, cool. And and your artwork is appearing throughout Muskoka. Um, you've had you've I, been involved with several shows now here in yes, Huntsville. Yes, I have. I participated last year in mm-hmm. the North um, North. The, the, North, the September show. and okay. um, For the Huntsville Art Society, that yes, was? Yes, that's that correct. The Square that, Foot North show? The Square Foot one? North, okay. and that supported the Huntsville Hospital Hospice. Okay. And uh, then I just recently had my own uh, very first uh, solo show. Cool. In May, uh-huh. in Partners Hall. Uh-huh. And of course, part of the proceeds go to support that or that that organization as okay, well. Okay, so the the Enlivened Cancer Care Muskoka. That's is, it, where is, the, a, is another an endeavor that I'm, that I'm involved in as okay. well. Okay, and so the one at Partners Hall in May was Joy of Nature, right? That's correct. Yeah, I believe I stopped in there briefly. Did you see ha- it? Yes, and I saw your work at uh, the Paddle Shack. That's that's oh. how I got in touch with you <laughs> because my friend Lori Stimson, um, I, I was looking around her Paddle Shack there where she does the stand-up paddleboarding and and saw the painting and said, hey, who's that? And she said, oh, well, you've got to meet Cheryl Hamel. <laughs> oh, Lori's so supportive. Yeah. Uh, she and Rob both. Actually, I... I had participated in paddleboarding as yes. part of Andrea Johnston's um, yoga group yes. last year, okay. last October. So um, I'm thrilled that she has my works in her paddle shack. Yeah, I yeah. appreciated her support. Oh, yeah. And it's a very lovely touch there. Um, may not get as much light as you would like, but <laughs> <laughs> it, it will be very interesting to see what you come up with next, Cheryl Hamel. Do you have projects in the works? Another show coming up in the fall or I next am, year? I am working on projects. Um, I'm, insp- I'm One of my new projects is my garden. Ah, uh, yes. And I may have mentioned to you, Jenny, that we live in a 125-year-old house. We live in the right house on Warren oh, Street okay. North. And uh, so I'm working on the gardens mm-hmm. of the property. And 
So my first uh, painting at the moment, and it's on my website, mm -hmm. and I think you've seen it, is Summer Garden with Tiger Lilies. Yes, I love that one. And it's very impressionist. And now I'm working on another, which is Delphiniums mm -hmm. with Coneflowers. Okay. And uh, I have another that I'm, I'm a very large one that I'm working on, which is Wild Iris and Dragonflies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy to say I'm working on a commission for someone. Oh, wow. So I have four paintings on the go. I have three easels on on the go. Wow. And uh, when not painting, because I have to let my, my paint dry in between mm -hmm. uh, palette knifing it, yeah. I'm out there knitting my scarves. And then gardening and reading occasionally and doing a whole bunch yes, of other things. You, you may be retired, but uh, what you're doing is it was enough to make lots of people tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, I try to keep up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And it's been nice to get to know you, Cheryl Hamel. And it's www.cherylhamel.com. And you can find her on Facebook as you can me. I'm author Jenny Cressman, and I post links to Everything Bagel stuff whenever they're available. And I will also be posting lots of photos of Cheryl's work when her show airs August 20th. So bye for now. Thank you, Jenny. Thanks for tuning in to Everything Bagels, a show about anything and everything, airing every other Sunday on 887 The Bay. If you missed the show, don't worry. You can find podcasts of all my interviews on two websites, huntersbayradio.com and muskokaunlimited.com. I post links to the shows on Facebook, as well as photos of my guests. Look for the author Jenny Cressman page and follow me around. I'll try to keep you entertained. Everything Bagels with me, Jenny Cressman, will be back again in two weeks. Thanks for listening. Enjoy life. Enjoy bagels. Enjoy everything you can. Hasta luego.